ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله تركنا على المحجه البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها الا هالك ولا ينتظم في سلكها الا سالك اللهم صل وسلم وانعم واكرم وبارك على حبيبنا وشفيعنا وقره عيوننا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه في الاولين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه في الاخرين اللهم صل وسلم وانعم واكرم وبارك عليه في الملا الاعلى الى يوم الدين يقول عز من قائل يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اللهم اجعلنا من المتقين اللهم اجعلنا من المتقين اللهم اجعلنا من المتقين اللهم امين in the name of allah the gracious the merciful to him we belong and to him we shall return we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite grace and boundless mercy on this blessed day of Jumu'ah to send an abundance of prayers and peace upon our beloved messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to have mercy upon us and upon this Ummah and to bring us relief and ease and tranquility and to bring our hearts into a place of God consciousness and a love for the Quran and a love for the Sunnah of Al-Habib Al-Mustafa Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, beautify our hearts and our homes, our masajid, our institutions, beautify our nations and all of the people with the beauty of the Quran and the beauty of the Sunnah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. For we know, Ya Allah, as our beloved messenger taught us in his parting sermon, that I have left for you. I left you for that which if you were to hold on to, you will never be led astray. Kitabullah wa sunnati, the book of Allah and the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma rzuqna hubbahuma. Allah grant us the love of the Quran and the love of the sunnah and allow us to be in the day of judgment in the highest of stations and the best of spaces in the company of Al-Habib Al-Mustafa Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasliman kathira. Brothers and sisters, Allah tells us in the Quran when talking about the reason why he legislates, why he prescribes, and why he guides us to the fast. He says, Kutiba alaykum usiyam, kama kutiba ala ladina min kablikum, laallakum tattakun. Allah says that he has prescribed the fast. He has obligated the fast just as he did on those that preceded you for one distinct reason and purpose and that is so that maybe perhaps inshallah if Allah wills we are muttaqeen we are people who are conscious of Allah mindful of Allah fearful of Allah and that is the sacred relationship between the fast and taqwa. That Allah legislates and prescribes 
the fast so that we can remember him. We must never forget that. Even in the word, the Arabic word, Sama Yasumu, it means to stop. If the wind that is howling, is bustling, comes to a stop, the Arab would say, the Arabs would say, Samat Arih. The wind has stopped. You can imagine a noisy night when the wind is bustling and howling, and then suddenly the wind stops serenity, peace, quiet. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that with the fast of the month of Ramadan, I want you to stop. Stop. Allah is telling us, stop. Just stop. 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 Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're thinking. Stop the mechanical way that you, we may have come to exist. Stop. stop. Stop doing what you're doing at home. Stop doing what you're doing behind the scenes. Stop doing what you're doing at work. Stop. Stop and think. This is what Ramadan is about. This is what Siyam is about. It's about stopping to remember one thing. Allah. It is to stop to remember one reality. That is Allah. We have to stop. Because this is not good. When we're in the, when we're in the, 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 the hamster wheel of life, when we're just running, not thinking why, like chickens with heads cut off, we end up doing a lot of damage to ourselves and to others. We have to stop. Because Allah... He created us with uqul. He created us with minds, with intellects. He created us with qulub, with hearts. And He created us with souls, with arwah. So that we can know Him and we can love Him and we can surrender to Him. We can connect with Him. And that was the wasiyah of the anbiya and the mursaleen. All of the messengers and all of the prophets, they came with the same exact message. وَإِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ نُوحٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ وَإِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ هُودٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ وَإِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ صَالِحٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ وَإِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ لُوطٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ وَإِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ شُعَيْبٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ إِذْ قَالَ إِذْ قَالَ لِقَوْمِهِ إِذْ قَالَ لِقَوْمِهِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَاتَّقُوهُ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِن كُنتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ all of these are ayat in the Quran, Surah Shura. If they said to their people, My people, be mindful of Allah. This was the message of Hud, the message of Nuh, the message of Shu'aib, the message of Salih, the message of Lut, the message of Ibrahim, the message of Isa, the message of Musa, and certainly the message of our beloved Al Habib Al Mustafa Muhammad. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the message is simple. Ittaqullah. That's the message. Be mindful of Allah. Remember Allah. Know Allah. Because it's all about Allah all the time. You know, this Jumu'ah prayer that we have, this Jumu'ah prayer that is prescribed for us every week, 
the sole purpose of the Jumu'ah prayer, as our ulama have, have, have illustrated and taught, the Jumu'ah is all about remembering Allah. Do you know why we have a masjid? Did you ever pause for a moment and think, why do we have a masjid? Why did Allah construct such a space to remember Him? These are sanctuaries of remembrance. We only live for Allah. We eat, we drink, we sleep for Allah. We marry for Allah. We work for Allah. We don't eat for Allah. We travel for Allah. We exist for Allah. We pray for Allah. We come and we go for Allah. We build for Allah. We love for Allah and we hate for Allah. We love everything is about Allah. And that's what Siyam is about. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ You know, لَعَلَّ is لِتَّرَجِّي With the hope that you will remember. Because we all know that so often we may have fasted but we don't remember. We may fast and all that we get from our fast is that we restrict some food and some drink but we don't remember Allah. No, Allah prescribed this fast to know Him and to remember Him. May Allah help us to be amongst the muttaqeen, those who truly remember Him, those who, who strive to know Him, those who struggle to understand what He wants from us and what He expects from us and how He wants us to be in every nanosecond of our existence. That's why Imam Ali, when he was asked, what is taqwa? He said, At-taqwa hi al-khawfu, at-taqwa al-khawfu min al-jaleel wal-amalu bit-tanzeel at-taqwa al-khawfu min al-jaleel wal-amalu bit-tanzeel wal-rida bil-qaleel wal-isti'dadu li-yawmi-rrahil Imam Ali says that taqwa is number one it is the mindfulness and the fear of Al-Jaleel, the majestic Allah. It is to be mindful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who wills every reality. And Allah is the one who decrees everything. And Allah is the one who's in control of every single thing that we think, feel, see, or even can imagine or fathom. It is all Allah. So the disposition of the muttaqi is one that says, I fear. And I am conscious and mindful of that reality, Allah. See, our mindfulness of Allah, our connection to Allah does not simply register internally. It's not just a thought. Sometimes we tell ourselves, well, I am a good Muslim. I act Islamically. I want for Allah. I am sincere that what I'm looking for is for Allah. But then when I assess my actions, my actions do not reflect that reality. And so Imam Ali says, from the haqiqah of taqwa is al-amalu bit-tanzeel. That my actions must be in coordination, in tandem, and authenticated bit-tanzeel. That my and your actions have to be as a direct result and function of the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sacred revelation. 
The Sunnah of Al-Habib Al-Mustafa Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who was the walking Qur'an, my actions have to be solely inspired by that. Nothing else. All of us, we have to pause, stop and think, do my actions, do my actions reflect a Qur'ani Muhammadan reality or do my actions reflect a nafsani reality? All of us have to ask that question because dunya the dunya is deceiving and the, this world deceives us and we move and we function and we marry and we buy and we sell and we take and we do not realizing that it's not in accordance with what Allah wants with the decree of all decrees he does not want us to be that way he does not want us to take that. He does not want us to be in that relationship. He does not want us to drink that. He does not want us to go there. He does not want us to speak that way, but we do it not in accordance with Allah and His Messenger, but rather in accordance with what I want. And so the fast comes to force us and compel us to stop and ask this question. What do my actions actually mean? Everything that I'm doing in my life, what's inspiring it? Does the Qur'an authenticate it or not? Because these are the questions of existence, brothers and sisters. You know, people sometimes when they, when they, when they come into the Muslim space, ah, these are, this is the kalam of the mashayikh. You know, these, this is what they call darwasha. <laughs> you know, this is just nonsense speech. Oh, we want people who live in the real life, the real world, you know? We want, we want to do real things. What is real? What are, what are real things to be done? When Allah has already decreed what He wants, what He expects, but we put that all aside because we're so deceived by a career or by an interest or a desire we don't see, we don't pause to think, well, what does Allah want? What would Allah like? Not, not what I like, not what, not what I think, not what I posit, but what does Allah want? Do we ask that question sufficiently in our homes, in our masajid, in our, in our, in our ummah? You know, we'll talk so much about what's happening geopolitically, economically, philosophically and otherwise, but do we stop and say, what does Allah want? Do we do that? When I'm sitting by myself at home on my couch and just programmed into just watching and consuming, obsessed with my phone, do I pause and think to myself, what does Allah want from me right now? How does Allah want me to be? Am I positioned in a manner that Allah looks at me and He says, I like you. Is that, is that our reality? Does Allah look at us? And does He look at us and He say, I like you as my servant. I'm pleased with you. Does Allah look at us and is He happy with me? And what I am and what I do and how I act and what I think. What is, what is, what is, how does Allah look at me? How does Allah look at us?
That's what taqwa is all about. It's for us to stop and think, how does Allah think about us today? And how will He think about me tomorrow? And what does He think about what I've done yesterday? And how will He deal with me when I'm standing in front of Him on the Day of Judgment so vulnerable, so weak, so alone? When I have no friends or family, everyone has fled from me. I have no one who, who is able to, to garner their support or otherwise none of that. I'm by myself in front of Allah. What is Allah going to say to me in that moment? How is He going to deal with me? Is He going to embrace me with love and warmth? Because I tried, we tried in this dunya to do something fi sabilillah, to attain His pleasure and His joy. Do our actions reflect that? That's what Ramadan is all about. That's what Siyam is all about. Al-amalu bil-tanzeel wa-rida bil-qaleel. Just to be content with the little that Allah gives us. Allah decrees for us very little in this dunya. Very minimal amounts of things. We're not going to get this, that much out of this dunya. Wallahi, this dunya does not have anything for us. This dunya has very little to offer us. We can't be consumed by it. We can't be absorbed by this dunya. This dunya is deceptive. This dunya can drown us. So Imam Ali says, Al-Rida bil-Qaleel, be content with, with what you have. Say Alhamdulillah, say Alhamdulillah. Say Alhamdulillah from your heart. Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah. Oh, I'm sorry, Ya Allah, I've, I've been an idiot. Excuse me. Please forgive me, Ya Allah. I haven't been thinking straight. I've been so busy with work and with my kids and money and my bank account and what and this and that and my family member, my cousin, my uncle and this person who... Uh, ya Allah, ana radi. Ana radi bik. Wa radi biqadaik. I'm content with you, Ya Allah. I'm content with your decree. Radina billahi rabba. Say that. Radina billahi rabba. Wa bil islami deena. وَبِسَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ نَبِيًّا وَرَسُولًا We are رَاضِينَ بِاللَّهِ وَبِنَبِيهِ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ We want that reality of Allah and His Messenger to be what animates everything in our hearts and our souls so that that is what is when we stand in front of Allah يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ That when Allah looks at our hearts because that's where Allah looks إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَنْظُرُ إِلَى الْقُلُوبِ الَّتِي فِي الصُّدُورِ Allah looks at the hearts that are in the chest and I want that you and I, our hearts are full of Allah and His Messenger Muhammad and nothing else Nothing else but Allah and His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah grant us that. May Allah grant us that. Say Ameen, but from your soul. Allahumma Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Al-Rida bil-Qaleel wal-Isti'idadu li-Yawm al-Raheel. And that we prepare ourselves for the day of departure. Wallahi, 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 all of us will die. Whether it's today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, we will die. Don't ever forget that. And don't be deceived by anything else. There's a lot of noise, a lot of static noise that happens in the day-to-day -day affair of all of us. School, work, our home, a lot of static. Don't let that static noise distract you from the haqiqah. 
the reality of death and that death is imminent. It is coming and it will be upon every single one of us. Death does not miss anyone. Ask yourself a simple question. When Allah chooses to take my soul, and that can be right this second, what does my soul look like? What does my qalb look like? What does my khitam actually look like? When Allah takes my soul, what will be the last action I did? Was I watching something filthy on TV? Was I cursing? Was I backbiting? Was I lying? Was I cheating? Was I stealing? Was I, was I hurting? Was I aggressing? Was I ignoring? Was I abusive to my wife, my children, my family? What is the last act that Allah will see me in? Because as we die, that is how we will be resurrected. May Allah protect us. We ask Allah al-lutf, al-lutf ya Allah, ultuf bina, ultuf bina ya Rabb. Be, be, be gentle and kind with us, Ya Rabb, because we are so weak. And we are so, we are so senseless and mindless. We don't think, Ya Allah, we don't think. We just do. We do with our nafs, with our egos. We just act, Ya Allah. We don't think. Faltuf bina, Ya Rabb. Be gentle with us. Warazukna husna al-khitam. Ya Allah, make our ending perfect and beautiful from this world. Give us a beautiful ending to this world and help us to fulfill all of the amanat that we have. All of the responsibilities and all the trust that we've been endowed with. May Allah help us to fulfill them. We've taken our spouses bi-ahdillah. We've taken our, our husband, we've taken our wives bi-ahdillah. Sisters, you've taken your husbands bi-ahdillah. We have amanat, we have trusts in our hands. Some of us have small, some of us have large trusts, but we all have amanat that we have to deal with. We ask Allah al-afiyah that we fulfill our responsibilities with wisdom and beauty, with the guidance of the Qur'an and the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When Sayyidina Umar was asked about taqwa, what is taqwa? So he said, do you know of a thorny path? Tariqan the shawkin, he said, do you ever see a path that has thorny bushes? So he said, yes. What do you do? He says, shamartu wajtahadtu. You know, if, you're, if you see a path that is, has a bunch of thorny bushes, what are you going to do? You're going to immediately gather your clothing together to shammir and you walk very gently so that what none of those thorns prick you or harm you. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an says, taqwa. That is taqwa. That you walk very gently on this earth. Very gently on this earth. Taqwa is to walk gently. Taqwa is to walk deliberately. Taqwa is to walk with intentionality and to be very careful. Be very careful how you walk in the dunya. 
Because Allah is watching every step. Every qawl, every word, every action, Allah sees it. So we have to worship Allah with the knowledge that we, He sees us, but what is even of a higher station that we worship Allah as if we see Him. Because it will be the case that in this dunya, all sorts of realities will come about that will hurt us, will bother us, will make us fearful, worrisome. You may have a, a, a situation at home that is very bad and ugly. Never should a person be complacent or apathetic or be in a state of despair. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if, if you are in a difficult circumstance, if you're in an abusive relationship at home, you should certainly work to the best of your capacity with hikmah, with ihsan. Be muhsin, be beautiful, be excellent in your actions. Certainly don't be complacent, don't be apathetic, don't be in a state of despair. But ultimately, ultimately know this. So, so often we hear things from, you know, people we love. That maybe very, it just hits us right in our gut, you know. You know what you say in your heart, in your qalb? Because the result of that will be, يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِمَا صَبَرْتُمْ alaykum. That's what the angels will call, will, 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 will welcome us with. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. You know, as-salamu bima sabartum. Yes, there's hardship in the dunya. Sayyidina Musa, when he was speaking to Bani Israel, he told them this. Bani Israel went through all sorts of hardships and difficulties. Today we look out into the world and we say, Ya, Ya Wayla, what is happening in the world? Look at Yemen, look at Libya, look at Egypt, look at China, look at this country, look at, the, look at Africa, look at Asia, look at Europe, look at America, look at the world, Ya Allah. Is it hard to look at? Yes. When you see tyranny and oppression, when you see wrongdoing, when you see fake news and you, you see the falsity of realities, it's so painful to see. Wallahi it is. And as I've said time and time again, we have to be people who are proactive, who are prophetic, who are muhsineen, who are beautiful and excellent and wise and only seek Allah. We never operate or do anything from our nafs. Yes, we are standing and, and operational, but we take ultimately at the depth of our spiritual essence, the guidance of Musa alayhi salam that he taught Banu Israel. My people, be patient and seek aid, ma'Allah. Get your support, get your strength, ma'Allah, and be patient. Listen to what Allah is telling us. Al-ard lillah. You know, sometimes we think about our, our country. 
you know, oh, my country, my people, my home, you know, my this. We have such an intimate connection, almost to think that we somehow control it when we never did. Let go of control. Don't be apathetic. Don't be complacent. Don't despair. No, work. True. Do bil-ihsan. Be wise. But let go of control because we don't have control. Inna al-arda lillah yurithuha man yasha'u min ibadih wal-aqibatu lil-muttaqeen. And the end will be for whom? Al-muttaqeen. Those who are mindful and conscious of Allah. That's who the aqibah belongs to. So remember this, brothers and sisters, that as long as every moment of your life, your ultimate concern is the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being mindful and conscious of Allah, seeking to please Him, seeking to orient yourself around Him, as long as that is your concern every moment, as long as you are doing everything that is pleasing to him because he says do and Allah will see your actions do good as long as that is our reality then be liberated and comfortable with one essential truth the Darul Akhirah, the afterlife, the, the abode of happiness, the abode of joy, the abode of comfort. It is for those who do not desire fil ard, wala fasada. It's not about, you know, that I'm above my wife, I'm above my children, they know that I'm the boss at home. No, that's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in. in that I want to be a garment for my spouse and she is a garment for me. Because that is what is beautiful in the, sake of, in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I never want to be a muta'ali. May Allah protect us from ourselves, from ever being in a state of isti'la. No, I want to be always humble. Ma'Allah. Always humble, knowing al-aqibatu lil-muttaqeen. And certainly never do I want to see any fasad. I never see, we never want to see harm or evil, never. As long as that is the depth of your intention and your desire that you want khair. Sir fi sabilillah, be in the way of Allah. And know wal aqibatu lil muttaqeen. That is what Ramadan is about, brothers and sisters. The siyam is about this. It is about knowing and remembering Allah every moment of our lives. It is about ensuring that every step is done correctly. Ramadan is going to come and go. This fast will come and go. But what did Ramadan actually do for me is the big question that I want to leave you with. What will our fast mean for us? Will our fast of the month of Ramadan bring us into a space and a place where we are truly mindful of Him, worrisome about what we are doing for Him, with Him, or perhaps may Allah protect us against him unknowingly? That is the big question. And don't, don't ever think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have something in store for you. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has so much in store for those who are muttaqeen. 
You know, there are two ayat in Surah Al-Talaq, in the beginning of Surah Al-Talaq. And I want to share these ayat because they're so relevant, especially for those of you who've been through very difficult divorces or ugly divorces or now that you're in a difficult circumstance. Allah says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ That those who are mindful and conscious and fearful of Allah, then Allah will grant them a makhraj, an out. وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And He will give you from that which you would never have conceived of. Only for the muttaqeen. So be mindful of taqwa. Especially when you're in the depth of your difficulty, your problem, your anxiety, your worry, bring Allah to the fore because you know with certainty, as He says in Surah Al Talaq, Ayah 2, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ And then two verses later, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ Two verses later, and those who are conscious and mindful and fearful of Allah, then Allah will bring from your affairs ease. So you look out in the world and you see it so dark, don't see it so dark. Because ma'allah there is only light. Allahu nuru samawati wal ard. It's only dark from my perspective. But my perspective or my lens may be polluted or foggy. My lens may not be clean. I have to take my glasses off, cleanse, and I'll see that it's nur because it's Allah. Whatever Allah has willed or decreed, fadaka khair. All of it is khair because it is from Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst the muttaqeen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us in this blessed month of Ramadan that is just days away. May He help us to be amongst the muttaqeen. May we be conscious of Him in our hearts, in our homes, in our work, at school, in the street, while we're driving, while we're eating, while we're drinking, while we're in the masjid, while we're outside of the masjid, wherever we may be, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always make us amongst the muttaqeen. Allahumma ameen ya rabbil alameen. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Inna alhamdulillah na'hamaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu. ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا. Brothers and sisters, شهر رمضان, the month of Ramadan, is the month of Quran. It is the month of forgiveness. It is the month of healing. It is the month of رحمة. It is the month of being saved from جهنم. It is the month of عفو, when all of our sins can be erased as if they were never done. It is the month of brotherhood and sisterhood and love. It is the month of beauty. It is the month when the shaitan becomes shackled. But know this, when the shaitan knows that he's about to be shackled and he knows how much good we can have in the month of Ramadan, the shaitan ramps up his efforts. <laughs> he's he's going to ramp up his efforts. The shaitan will do everything in his power to harm us, everything in his power to harm us. He wants our hearts to not be mindful of Allah. The shaitan is working overtime right now. And so sometimes the shaitan comes and something that would, subhanAllah, the shaitan, shaitan works in remarkable ways.
Beware of the shaitan. Don't let the shaitan into your heart. Beware of his whispers. Beware of your nafs. Beware of our nafs. Because there's a lot of work happening right now. To make it that Ramadan for the believer doesn't work. No, Ramadan is about Allah and about remembering Allah. So right now, say to yourself, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. I seek refuge in Allah from the cursed Satan. And I seek refuge in Allah from my nafs. Because I want, and for myself and yourself, that you and I were able to praise, place a wiqaya. As Ibn, Hajj, Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali says, that a taqwa is that you place a wiqaya, a protective force between you and the wrath of Allah. That's what taqwa is, according to Imam Ibn Rajab. And so what that means is as the Prophet said, أعوذ بك منك. أعوذ بك منك. Ya Allah, I seek refuge in you from you. That yes, it is the wrath of Allah that I fear, but it is only the love and the mercy of Allah that will protect me from his wrath. May Allah make us amongst the muttaqeen. And lastly, as I close, inshallah, the Prophet ﷺ, he tells us where taqwa lies. The famous hadith, عِنْدَمَا أَشَارَ إِلَىٰ صَدْرِهِ ثَلَاثٍ He said, التَّقْوَى هَهُنَا التَّقْوَى هَهُنَا التَّقْوَى هَهُنَا But you know there's something very beautiful about this hadith. Is that taqwa, the essence and the reality of taqwa is a reality that exists within. But this statement of the Prophet is in and of itself in the heart of a hadith. And that hadith goes like this. لا تحاسدوا ولا تناجشوا ولا تباغضوا Don't envy one another. Don't hate one another. Don't fight one another. Don't turn away from one another. And don't take others' rights. كونوا عباد الله إخوانا Be servants of Allah. Be collectively servants of Allah as brothers and sisters. Hold on collectively to the rope of Allah. Bifadlillahi ta'ala, we are all Muslim. Say alhamdulillah. All of us, we say what? La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah. Kunu ibadallahi ikhwana. Be servants of Allah in the state of ukhuwa, in the state of brotherhood and sisterhood. Kunu ibadallahi ikhwana. Al Muslim, akhul Muslim, the Muslim is the brother of the Muslim. لا يخذله ولا يحقره The Muslim does not belittle the Muslim. The Muslim does not betray the Muslim. The Muslim does not harm the Muslim. التقوى هنا التقوى هنا التقوى هنا كل المسلم على المسلم حرام دمه وماله وعرضه All of the Muslim is haram to the Muslim. Meaning sacred and prohibited, the, the blood, the money, and the dignity and the honor. You and I, we owe it to each other to dignify and honor one another. We never ever are to be in a state where we harm one another, hurt one another, attack one another, impugn one another. And so it is not a mistake by the Prophet Muhammad that 
when he is identifying where taqwa lies and that taqwa lies in the heart it is couched and surrounded all by what how we deal with each other and that's why inshallah this ramadan all of this ramadan the theme and the spirit that will govern the khawatir of this month of Ramadan and the khutab of the month of Ramadan and the actions and the behaviors of the month of Ramadan will be prophetic relationships. We will struggle and strive and work together to function under the rubric of ad-deenul mu'amala that this religion is how we treat one another and deal with each other, how we treat our mothers and our fathers and our children and our parents, our, our relatives, our friends, our foes, how we treat people that we love and people that we hate, all of it, we will think and we will delve deep into this reality of trying to understand how Allah expects that we deal with each other because taqwa and the realization of taqwa, God consciousness, and realizing the purpose of Ramadan and the purpose of the fast is also a function of realizing that we have to learn to deal with one another bil husna with excellence and beauty in a manner that treat that in a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah make us amongst the muhsineen may Allah make us amongst the muttaqeen may Allah make us amongst the mutawakkilin alayhi fi kulli waqtin wa hin allahumma ahdina fi man hadayt wa afina fi man afayt wa tawallana fi man tawallayt wa barik allahumma lana fi ma atayt wa qina wasrif anna sharra ma qadayt innaka taqdi bil haqqi wa la yuqda alayk allahumma ya wasil al munqati'in awsilna ilayk allahumma hab lana amalan salihan mutaqabbalan yuqarribuna ilayk allahumma asturna fawqa al ardi wa tahta al ardi wa yawma al ardi alayk allahumma kullana wa la takun alayna a'inna wa la tu'in alayna allahumma barik lana fi sha'ban wa ballighna ramadan allahumma بلغنا رمضان اللهم بلغنا رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من الصائمين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من القائمين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من الراكعين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من الساجدين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من الداعين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من المستغفرين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من المخلصين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من الصابرين في شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من المتوكلين والمتقين في شهر رمضان اللهم بارك لنا في شهرنا يا رب العالمين اللهم بارك لنا وأخرجنا منها سالمين غانمين غير خزايا ولا مخذولين يا الله يا كريم يا رحمن يا رحيم إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقم الصلاة